Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... Bobby. And this week, we are doing another Fantastic Four movie, Fan Four Stick. The, wow. t- the 2015 Fantastic Four reboot again. Everybody put your hands in the air. Like you just don't care. <laughs> uh, now, yes. if if they made this movie without just the labeling of Fantastic Four, it'd be like a half decent, like half horror slash thriller type of movie. Mm-hmm. Because the premise is pretty decent, but it's not the Fantastic Four premise. But yeah. It's kind of yeah. something that like flew under the radar of uh, this was almost a decent movie. Almost. The- this could have been okay. Um, this might even have been entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Uh, Unfortunately. Just, yeah. <laughs> so there was so much shit that happened with this, and I've brought a lot of it up. So obviously this uh, this, this this movie is seven years, eight years old now. Oh, do you want me to do... Yeah, go, yeah, go ahead and yeah, give yeah. us some stats. I'll, I'll do, we'll do stats first, and then we'll get into some of the drama. Uh, it was directed by Josh uh, Trank. Screenplay was by Jeremy Slater, Simon Kinberg, and Josh Trank. Um, it was distributed by 20th, 20th Century Fox. Release dates were August 4th, 2015 in New York City and August 7th in the rest of the United States. Uh, it runs for 100 minutes. The budget was 120 to $155 million, and it got $167.9 million back at the box office. So... Not ideal. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Let's 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 dive into some of the drama that re- revolves around this movie. So, I don't know how much you guys remember from when this movie first came out. Um, I actually went back and listened to some reviews and stuff like that that happened at the time this movie came out, just to kind of get in a headspace of like what the fuck was going on with this. So, uh, this movie kind of got caught up in some of the Gamergate stuff. If you guys remember that at all. Oh my god! So this got caught up a little bit in that and kind of got review bombed for that. But uh, so that that's that is the my the the skate the 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 headspace we're in for this. But so. Um, the, uh, what is it? Trask? Trunk? Uh, uh Trank. Trank. Josh Trank. So he just released Chronicle at this time. Chronicle mm-hmm. was a s- surprise box office success. F- the, the people over at Fox liked Chronicle and actually he got hired for this movie before Chronicle came out. So he didn't even have the su- su- success of Chronicle before this movie, like before he got put onto this movie. Mm-hmm. There must have been something in his contract that he had like say like final say on the script or something like that because that was the one of the first sets of drama that led to just the absolute shit show that we got. Hmm. So <laughs> so the original writer for this was Jeremy Slater. Jeremy <laughs> Slater um he's a very good writer uh and He's the original thing for this. The Avengers movies had just come out, so he wanted a big, grand, you know, movie that was, you know, big superhero, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was 2015 or, you know, previous, so he would have wanted it to be epic. Yes, he wanted it to be <laughs> epic. Uh, Trank had just come off Chronicle, which is a darker, grittier, more, like, style superhero movie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of. 
And he had a very different vision for what this movie was supposed to be. Mm. So Jeremy Slater gave him the script and Trank just kept like just fucking with it over and over and over again. He wanted he wanted the body horror. He he cited the fly and like Tim Burton as his uh, like inspirations for this movie, mm. um, which was kind of wild, which obviously does not go with an Avenger style movie. Like those things do not nope. work. So Jeremy Slater actually dropped off of this movie pretty early on. Uh, but I wanted to throw out some stuff that Jeremy Slater has written just so you get an idea. So he is one of the uh, writers on Umbrella Academy. He was mm. one of the he was the writer on Moon Knight. Oh, wow. He did the Exorcist TV show. He uh, was the screenplay for Death Note. He was also whoa, 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 wait wait yes the live, the live action, action okay Death okay. Note and uh, the Lazarus Effect of course Fantastic Four and Pet which came out in 2016. So he has some pretty good writing chops behind him like some stuff I've really really liked. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So he dropped off of this movie. Uh, he he he's like, no, I'm I'm done with this. I, I can't deal with this bullshit. Whatever. So they brought on Simon. Uh, what is it? Kinberry. Uh, Kinberg. Mm-hmm. Kinberg. So let's go through some of his act or some of his writing credits to see what uh, we have. We have Triple X State of the Union. We have no. X Men Last Sta- Last Stand. <laughs> X Men First Class. X Men Days of Future Past. Fantastic Four. Uh, uh, Chappie. Cinderella. Chappie. Uh, Mister and Mrs. Smith. Jumper. Sherlock Holmes. <gasps> uh, Deadpool. X Men Apocalypse. Deadpool Two. The New Mutants. Dark Phoenix. Like he's been all over the place. Some of the stuff was good. Some of the stuff was very bad. Dude, this makes so much sense because okay, he, no, he no, did no. writing and producing. Not all of those were he was solely writing. I was going to say both of those have the Fantastic Four as credits, though. So yes. how much were all of those things? Did they have their fingers Wait, in how much of all of I, them? I just have to. I just have to say. Um, so Josh Trank brought on michael b jordan yes. from chronicle correct um the other guy kimber yep. he brought on jamie bell from jumper yes but i think jamie bell had been in some other things yeah jamie bell so. it, both both uh, jamie bell and michael b jordan were kind of up and coming at that point honestly all four of the main yeah f- four of the main yeah. people here are <laughs> were up and coming at this point and oh, some of them have had very successful careers since then yeah, yeah. but yeah like being the writer on Last Stand, Apocalypse, and Phoenix, and then also being the producer on Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, like, not a good look. Like, so. I see where we Yeah, but we Days went of wrong. Future Past was in there. Days of Future Past is good. I like Days of Future Past. Like, Sherlock Holmes was fun. Like, I don't know. It, it, I he, did like those movies. Would he you The TV has, show or the movies, Sherlock Holmes? The, the, the TV, or the movie, I'm the sorry. The movie with Robert Downey Jordan. Ro- yeah, there's a lot of like... Uh, Wait, what's like his name? Bullet, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. So he, he has a pretty extensive uh, list of stuff. He was also, he was the producer on Logan. Like, oh, wow. he... Or one of the producers huh. on Logan, so you know he's nice. he's he's been on he's in the superhero thing, just not main Marvel. He's been a part of a lot of Fox Marvel properties. Mm-hmm. So sure. I don't know. Yeah, it it, it was a wild like it, I was like, all right, some of this is starting to make a little bit of sense. Um, all right, so let's get into some more drama that happened with this. <laughs> so Trank uh, apparently Josh Trank, the director was apparently very very hard to work with as well uh there was a lot of he he's he was a new 
like writer. He does doesn't have very much to his name. Like he has Chronicle, Fantastic Four. There was a uh, El Capone like yeah. fil- like uh, biography type movie, mm-hmm. The Kill Point, and uh, Stabbing at Least Twenty Second Birthday. Like that that's his entire list of filmography. Not not wow. huge. Nothing to sniff at, but like not. Yeah, I he has, say... apparently has an upcoming for the rise of Theodore Roosevelt. What? Yeah, that's apparently <laughs> one of the projects he's working on. But okay, yeah, like the zombie rise of Theodore. I, no, no, I, I can only. I, I think it's another bi- biography. But apparently, he was super hard to work with on set. Uh, apparently, he set the apartment on fire that he they had rented out for the filming of this movie and stuff what? like that. And like he was just like he was just an absolute shithead. So. Let's talk into talk about some of the uh, more un- uncomfortable stuff. Oh, so, no. uh, the lead the lead actress on here, um, uh, Mara. Uh, fuck, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, let, let me pull it up real fast. She okay. plays Sue Storm. Anyway, uh, yeah. she plays Sue Storm. Apparently, Trank did not want her on this movie at all. Uh, it's Kate Mara. Kate Mara. Sorry, you're, Kate you're Mara. Fine. I, I could only remember Mark. Apparently, Trank did not want her on this movie at all and was just an absolute shithead to her on set, like, constantly. And was just, like, su- she she's come out and spoken about, like, how awful her entire experience on this movie was. So, okay. Awesome. So, that, that's, so not great. She was a studio plant, though. Uh, he brought Michael B. Jordan on from uh, from Chronicle, uh-huh. and apparently they wanted her in there. I'm not entirely sure, like why she was pushed in there, and I I don't know. It it seemed kind of weird to like. It's fine have a, like an adopted kid. That's whatever. It felt very forced in the movie. It didn't really add anything to the movie. It didn't really like. I, I guess at one point the idea was like. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was the kid that they got, but, you know, Kate Mara was the kid that they chose or something like that. And that's where his, like, angst towards her is supposed to come from, which isn't really expressed super well in the movie. But No, no they did not express that. But apparently, like, that was kind of the, <laughs> the idea, idea. Be a, between the two. And yeah. I don't know. I, I thought it was a little weird. Um, there and- may have been a glance at one point that had communicated that, but just in a glance. Other I than mean- that, no. <laughs> he, he did say at one point, like, um, you can't treat me like one of your students or something. Or And then he says, like, oh, it's like Sue or, you know, something like that. But it yeah. really was not clear. Yeah. It, th- there's just kind of some weird weirdness going on there. And I, I don't know. There was... <sighs> there's that weird moment there's, when he asked about her accent? No. Oh. So... There, there's something that so like obviously Michael B. Jordan going in there. Um, apparently the guy that plays um uh the 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 the, the father I forget his name as well in in the movie Franklin. Yeah, Frank. Oh yeah, that's right, Franklin. Oh yeah, perfect. Um, apparently him and Kate Mara like were together on a TV show as well. So like I don't know, it was. It's kind of a strange little, <laughs> like, you know, keeping them together between multiple projects, which is fine, whatever. But I, it, like, some of the stuff that I read, I have nothing, like, solid to confirm this on, but it almost gave me the heebie-jeebies that it almost felt like the um, the uh, studio didn't want, like, an inner race couple. <gasps> so <laughs> that's what? why she was white. 
and adopted rather than just having a black actress and just Johnny and her be brother and sister. I don't have anything solid on that, but like some of the interviews that I saw and some of the stuff in there gave me just like that yeah. visceral feeling. I again, this is complete conjecture on my end, but that was some of the like some of the stuff that I was like, Ooh, like the vibes are bad. Yeah, which if if you look at you've it, you've been that holding light, on to this for this long too. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> So the vibes were just like, ooh, not not a thing I like. Um, Dang. Because, like, how hard would it have been to have a cool, like, black girl play Sue Storm? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, It wouldn't have have been been hard. Let's get some dope-ass representation in here. (laughs) Or, like, they could have picked any other person to be adopted. But they picked... Okay. Okay. So, I don't know. I hate that. Again, this is complete conjecture on my end. I have no solid proof of this, but that was just the vibe I got from some of the interviews I read and all this other stuff. I hate that. Uh, I, 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 I feel like that's not off base. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. So, um, uh, uh, something I wanted to also bring up is, uh, apparently during the casting of everything, um, uh, Mads, uh, Mickelson, uh, <gasps> he, pretty famous actor. Love he him. had tried out for, uh, um, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Oh. He, that, that was the role that he was going for. And apparently he walked out of his uh, audition because it was one of the weirdest auditions he had ever been with, with the producers and stuff like that. Apparently they had him stand up and like pretend that his arms were super long and like pretend that he was super stretchy and like gave him like a single line to say to say and stuff like that and he felt so weird and so uncomfortable with like the whole situation he just left that's very odd yeah so yeah that was another thing yeah that's fun yeah yeah it's a pretty wild so let's uh continue on so trank uh apparently he was such a problem with everything, and the the first cut that he gave to the uh, to the studio was, according to the studio, just garbage. It was an absolute trash fire. It was like super dark. He leaned super hard into the body horror, that sort of stuff, and the studio just didn't think it was going to be in any way marketable, mm-hmm. and they were not down with it. So they ordered reshoots. Trank left the project. Uh, he 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 left, and he was pretty vocal about his leaving. At one point, he or the day that it released, he disowned the entire movie uh, and said that like if they had gone with his cut, it would have been a good movie. Blah blah blah. You know, pretty pretty typical sure. stuff with that. Yeah. So take that with a grain of salt. But yeah. he he disowned the movie, and yes, so the movie was in reshoots for almost as long as the movie was in normal shoots. Uh, to the always oh, a good shit. sign yeah so <laughs> it, it it like they there were like, the reviews were held in like to the night of the release like not even the day <laughs> before the night of the release they the embargo ended the start time of the first showing wow that's a uh very so th- they knew, very good sign. they knew it wasn't going to be good <laughs> they, they did all the reshoots if you look at kate mara uh at one point her wig changes drastically mm-hmm. in this movie it mm-hmm does not look good <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah. the, the the people like obviously the cgi people had to try to catch up with all of these reshoots and stuff like that and mm-hmm. try to get this going to even try to make it even slightly coherent um 
<laughs> that sort of stuff. Yeah, they 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 flipped a lot of stuff. So there there's a a lot of you know stuff that happened at the back end here. Obviously things didn't go great. Um, one good thing that came from it, the guy that plays Ben Grimm and the person that plays Sue Storm met on the set and they are married and have children. Yeah, I so. love that. So okay, just a little bit about Jamie Bell. Um, <laughs> so Ashley and I saw Jumper when we were like teenagers and we I think was it Hayden Christensen who's also in that I think so yeah yeah so we we watched it for Hayden Christensen because obviously and the movie itself was honestly pretty good um but Jamie Bell is like a side character in that and he's like the baddie British boy and we like we're foaming at the mouth. <laughs> we have watched all of Jamie Bell's movies. I think. Uh, I think he has done a little bit more that we haven't seen because we're not like teenagers anymore. But um, I screamed when I realized that it was Jamie Bell in this movie. <laughs> Love it. Love that for him. So glad he was in it. Uh, he's barely in it, but he's there. He is there. Which honestly is kind of what happens in all his other movies too. He's like... They just don't give him enough screen time. <laughs> That's true. For me, uh, personally. I mean, he didn't turn into the thing until like more than halfway through. So Yes. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a minute here. I thought as he was well. going to go to like pilot school or something and they would like show him doing stuff. But nope. So. Nope. Okay. He's just a junkyard kid. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, there are some other little tidbits to go along with this. So apparently the cast was on a panel at one of the Comic-Cons uh, right alongside some of the X-Men movies. Like when we still had uh, a movie planned for Gambit, which was p- going to be played by Channing Tatum. He was on stage with all the other people. That's so they, funny. They, they had, you know, the other X-Men and stuff like that from first class up there. Like, it, that was a thing that happened. Uh, they also, like... I mentioned the embargo. They the if you look at the ads for it too, it drastically changes. The first like two ads that they release on it are very body horror esque, and then they get like they take all of the action scenes, which there's not many of them in this movie, but they take <laughs> the action scenes and just shove them all into the ad, and then play Kanye uh-huh. West's power over the top of them. <laughs> so that's fun. oh my god, yeah that that was the oh song that they god. went with, yeah. So that's that's fun. Great. That's really great. Uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm I'm happy for that. <laughs> yeah. So uh it the movie ended up getting review bombed pretty hard uh before it even came out. Again, kind of getting caught up with the Gamergate. I'm not entirely sure in what regards it got caught up in the Gamergate, but it was right around that time and I know that that definitely contributed to it. Okay. But yeah. Um if you recognize miles teller he was recently in top gun maverick that's probably his biggest film he's ever done Uh, so good for him yeah so uh there was a sequel planned that got canceled uh almost immediately the uh trank the director was slated to do a star wars movie uh a boba fett movie that got scrapped after this uh yeah so (laughs) they, they also planned a doctor doom origin story at one point so I mean, this seemed pretty origin story-y for him right there. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. I mean, unless so, you just focus on his time on the planet. Yeah. So, that was the random drama and shit that led up and around this movie. 
Um, th- that is not a comprehensive thing, uh, but that is some of it mm-hmm. to kind of give you a headspace of what the fuck we're about to review. We're 20 minutes in and I just got through all the drama. So <laughs> that is a um, it's just such an apt like f- foreshadowing for how this movie goes, you yeah. know. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's do this. Um <laughs> So, 2007, <laughs> young Reed Richards uh, does a presentation for his class that states that he wants to be the first person to teleport through dimensions, which he was chosen, told to pick a career, and he, instead of going with physicist, went with teleporter. So, uh, he's smart. Yeah, he's real smart. He gets laughed at, uh, but Ben Grimm, you know, takes interest in Reed's words. Sure. Uh, Reed sneaks in to try to get a power converter. You know, Ben Grimm apparently doesn't seem to have a super good home life. So, uh, you know, they become fast friends. They He helps mm-hmm. them with the Transformer. They they do their thing. That is, uh, that's supposed to take place in 2007, 2008. But they're using, like, joysticks from, like, the 80s and stuff like that. I Like, they, their timeline does not check out with the, the technology that they're using there. So, like, 2007, I was in high school, and they're, like, using, like, Atari stuff. I yeah, don't, I don't no. understand it. I, I mean, they are children, and they were rooting through a junkyard, but... I suppose, but... But still, it like was... Like, the, t- the TVs were, like, old wooden framed box TVs. Yeah, still no, stuff. way like, too old. Way too old. Which, don't get me wrong, box TVs were still a thing, Those but the wooden frames Those would have been ones, worth money at yeah. that point in time. Yeah. Exactly. So... They they do they they tele they're able to teleport a uh uh a, you know a toy car and a pile of rocks comes back where it used to be so that that's how we we kick off we go seven years later and uh, Reed is uh, played by Miles Teller and Ben Grimm played by Jamie Bell are best friends entering a science fair to show off their machine uh, they they teleport a kids model plane who does call them an asshole at one point. They're able to send it there, bring it back. It's covered in sand, but when it comes back, it destroys the backboard. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever have to deal with science fairs? Either of you? Um, really? Nope. Wait. I did with all of presenting at science fairs, but I never did one myself. Sure. I remember kind of a science fair that we had in our classroom, but... We didn't really do science fairs at all. Totally fair. Um, But yeah, we had like class presentations. Sure. So one of the main things with like science fairs and that sort of thing is even if your experiment doesn't go 100% like to plan, you're probably not going to win. But as long as you have solid science backing it up, you'll still get like good credit for it. Like that's the high idea behind it is you're researching specific science and then you're trying to demonstrate the science that you've researched. They don't seem to really have any science backing any of the shit up that they're doing. He's just like making electrical things happen and sure. Yeah. Like hmm. so like not only are they disqualified for doing property damage, but they're all, like they probably should be disqualified for not having any solid science to back up what the hell they're doing. Makes sense. But anyways, uh so we get Dr. Franklin Storm played by Reggie Cathy and his adopted da- daughter Sue played by Kate Mara. Uh, impressed by the thing, they ask him to join the project at the Baxter Foundation, and uh, yeah, as like, and then Ben eventually gives uh, Reed his old pocket knife as a going away present, which I thought was going to be more important later. It is not. Uh, nope. <laughs> doesn't really come up again. So, 
Uh, we see Franklin speaking before a board of research, researchers headed by Dr. Harvey Allen, who isn't too eager to put a bunch of young scientists on a project. Franklin wants to use their interdimensional travel to acquire new resources, new power sources, and blah, 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 that can be used on Earth. Uh, he later goes on to see that Victor Von Doom, played by Toby Cabell, uh, is like the one that started the project and is going to be back on there. Franklin finds him in a shack. Uh, and urges him to come back to work with him, despite Victor being rejected before. Victim Victor only agrees because he has a, a thing for Sue. Like essentially, is Sue going to be there? Yes, I'm in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not. I'm trying to get ex- his backstory. It seems weird. Sure, sure. So I think this is of one of the the casualties to the rewrites and reshoots. So apparently, yeah. apparently, he was supposed to be like a hacker slash environmental terrorist. I mean, I got that vibe. Yeah, you get that vibe from him. Like that 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 was supposed to be his whole deal. It's like the introduction. He Maybe. Yeah. Didn't you see all the automated things in his apartment? Which the- you, <laughs> don't matter later on either. No, not at all. <laughs> Like he had, he automated his fucking blinds. He did. He automated the door lock too, which is like not crazy, but he made it have that little green and red screen. Yeah. So, oh, that made me laugh. And in 2007, that was a lot. But oh, now yeah. that's had, like, something that you can just buy for 20 bucks down at the corner store right, to automate right. your blinds to close like that. It yeah. was very funny to me. Yeah. Oh, um, I have a feeling that the Gamergate situation um, is because they cast Michael B. Jordan oh. as Johnny Storm. Gotcha. I, th- that is one thing I did see that there was a lot of uproar that there was a black person and they had switched the race of Johnny Storm to yeah. be black. Um, I know that that was something that people were upset about. So. Um, stupid people. Stupid people. Yes. So. Just, to, Which, honestly, just so you know Michael what B. side Jordan's I'm like, on. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's like the best part of this movie. Oh, so. my God. And they cover him in CGI. Yeah. Like, the whole time. It's so it's so dumb. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so that that's a thing with Victor. It's fine. Sure. Why not? He doesn't trust the government. He wants to save, wants to save the Earth-ish. Allegedly. Allegedly. It, it, it's yeah, and they Mission keep Impossible saying we're with the again. government, like throughout the movie. Maybe that's why they kept saying we're with the government. Yeah, yeah. They, they say or it we're working times. with the government. Yeah, we're working with the oh. government now, and we're going back. Yeah, that that's the that's okay. the, the whole thing. Yep. So, uh, we meet Johnny, played by Michael B. Jordan, in a street race. Uh, so, this. I don't think this gives the impression that they want it to no. because the the idea is he's like a super brilliant mechanic or something like that, but it's, he immediately stalls out the car and it's like a piece of shit and like blows the engine in the street race. Yeah. Like it, it they talk about how good of a mechanic he is, but obviously is not a good co- mechanic, especially since he has his dad's money behind him. Maybe and that, he's just not, which a good is what operator. I was just going to say. <laughs> it's the mechanic, the fact that he's got the money of his dad behind him. Yep. Yeah. And he can't get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of bad. Because there, there's a there's a comment in there which I, I believe uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Storm Franklin mentions that mm-hmm. like Johnny is like the highest IQ person in here, but like it's in machines or something like that. Like there's like an offhanded comment about it, or maybe that was one of the like side scripts I was reading or something like that. But yeah. No, they say something weird like that. It's, so yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's weird. But, but That's essentially, right. yeah, so Johnny is forced to work on the project f- for reasons, uh, really, to pay back. To get the, his car. 
to get yeah. his car. He cares more about the car than anything. But yeah, his his dad uh, withholds his property. Yeah. So. Which fine, whatever. Sure, I I, I get it. Didn't really care about the car, making to the be kid honest. go work for the family business to pay off the damage he did. Sure, I kind sure, sure, if sure, you sure. look at it like that, fine. It just you know science foundation. <laughs> you know, so. As far as generational wealth goes, that's almost responsible parenting. Almost. Yeah, it, it's getting there. It's yeah, getting close. We're close. <laughs> um, but it, it, you know he's supposed to be like the angsty teen sure. person in his mid twenties or whatever. I thought he was just like. Yeah, he was like the wild child. Yeah, he's the wild child. Yeah. But again, it was supposed to be he was the ch- the child they had, not the child they chose. Kind of. Sure. Sure. Fine. Whatever. Uh, but uh, Reed and Johnny uh, become quick friends. And by become quick friends, Reed's like, do you know how to weld? And Johnny's like, hell yeah, I do. And then they're friends. Like, right. <laughs> it's just more yeah. or less what happens. Well, and I think the vibe that you're supposed to get is like Reed doesn't have an ego. Yeah. And that's why they mesh okay. Yeah. Um, and also Johnny is just trying to spite um, Victor. And Johnny and Victor apparently have a history, I, I guess. guess. Like, that, that's the impression that you're, I mean, you're he's given? probably trying to fuck his I sister. I mean, it's Victor. That's yeah. Oh. That's a good point, actually. I hadn't, I hadn't considered that part. Yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, it, well, and we get like Victor, like, oh, he, this is like, you know, a uh, school fair, you know, volcano. And like, they, they make comments about like how Reed almost destroyed the earth with, you with know, his school fair volcano. It, yeah. Which... They, they simultaneously um, like uh, criticize how primitive his stuff is and how dangerous and explosive it is, like in regards to its power. Yeah. So it's kind of like, can you pick a side? Yeah. It's either like super duper powerful or it's primitive and can't do shit. Like, come on. Yeah. Anyway. So, and well, they also like, they take kind of a jab at Reed because they talk about how Victor was accepted in the program at a younger age and like started the whole thing. Right. Like, it, it's kind of like, oh, you know, Victor's smarter and was the younger prodigy, but and like, he's hot. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's not. They're both ugly, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> I don't like either of them. So we get, they start working together. They're, we get a montage, which it is, Hooray. It, it feels like they're both simultaneously trying to rush us to get to the powers, but also take forever to get there. Because mm-hmm. we get a huge montage. It's like five, ten minutes long. Like, it's a pretty long montage of them, like, building all this stuff. And, we, like, this is the team building we're getting, but this is with Victor and not Ben. Like, that was the thing that bugged me the most is, like, Ben is not here. Mm-hmm. At all. Mm-hmm. So, like... Yeah. Uh, Put Ben in the movie! So, what, uh, there was there was two things that I, I thought of that could have fixed this, because we're going to get to it in a second, that it's very stupid. I Like, they, they're having a problem, and they, like, they have the science down, but they can't quite do it, and Ben, like, bring, like, they have to call Ben, because Ben was the one that actually executed all of Reed's plans in the past, and, like, understands Reed's mind in that way, and, like, that's how he comes in to help out with the project or something like that. The other thing I could have thought of, because Reed goes off to this fancy school, and Ben just gets left the fuck behind, which is pretty rude. Uh-huh. I, I like, I could have... I assumed they were going to go together. Yeah. Because they, they both did the project. Yeah. I assumed that they were both going to go together. The, uh, but the other one that I could have thought of to make the second half of the movie make more sense is Reed goes to college for the Baxter Foundation, Ben goes into the army... Oh, and then that's why he's more willing to work with the military later on and do the military stuff. And then, you know, he becomes a scientist on there instead of spite. 
Yeah. Wouldn't that more closely matched his actual origin story? Maybe. Be- because Ben was like a pilot or something? Ben was a pilot in the original. So, uh, that's a perfect segue, actually. Thank you, Audrey. So, this one is based off the Ultimate Universe, Earth-1610. So, the Ultimate Universe is almost shot for shot the beginning of this movie. They actually is, are pretty faithful to the, uh, the beginning of this movie. All right. Literally, the comics start off with wow. Reed like having a little t- transporter sending like toys into the the, the nth realm is yeah. what it's called, like the end dimension or whatever, and it, it's almost shot for shot. Like they actually do a pretty good cool. job of that, like staying truthful to the origin of the Ultimate Universe. Ultimate Universe is supposed to be updated, so instead of going to space to beat the the you know the commies, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're like what they're doing now is they're trying to go to the nth dimension to try to you know which I like that resources. better. Beat the commies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll beat the commies, but not like a different one. Uh, so right, I, yeah. I liked it better. Um, I honestly, I think the first twenty thirty move minutes of this movie were fine and and then even up to there were moments like it, they, it, there were good moments yeah, yeah. so there it, was really really awkward stuff yes too. the the dialogue wasn't great throughout most of it but okay so anyway i just want to bring that up that, that those were some ways i feel like they could have incorporated ben into the team because all of the 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 entire montage is victor sue johnny and reed but ben is just not there uh, and it really felt like they didn't know how to get Ben there, and that's two easy ways to get Ben there, <laughs> right? Like, why not? So, but but now stay with me. You get all the main characters drunk, who've never <laughs> portrayed like any semblance of wanting to get drunk, and then then you get the main other main character who helped get all this stuff, who keeps saying, "Are you sure?" You all seem kind of drunk, and they're all like, "Yeah, let's do it." And he's like, "Are you wait? Are you are you really sure?" Like, <laughs> yes. Why do we have to do this now? I was like, Ben, thank you. You're so beautiful and smart. <laughs> um, well, uh, and I also want to know what like was that three hundred percent like alcohol because that was a little tiny circle. And that mm-hmm. was all that they had for the three of them. Yeah, to get completely fucked. Yeah, I, th- that wouldn't be enough to get Bobby or I drunk. Like, <laughs> like maybe a solid I buzz. I feel like I would not, get a like, buzz. I don't but think not I would get myself drunk. onto another planet no. drunk. Like, no. not at all. <laughs> so, uh, leading up to the thing Bobby just described was yeah. them sending a chimp. It comes back fine. Sure, they're just like, it came back good, so it's safe for people. Which it survived. It survived, yeah, great. And then the military is like, we're going to bring NASA in because this seems dangerous. And I was like, yeah, no, that actually, that, <laughs> that makes a lot that, of sense. That seems like a good plan. And Mil- then they were like, fuck that plan. And I was like, what? <laughs> I thought we were, <laughs> what? I was yeah. just so, like, anyway. kind of surprised that they assumed that they would do it in the first place. Yeah. Because like, one, I wouldn't want to be, even if I created that, I wouldn't want to be the first one to go there. Well, and here's, it's better structurally as a story, because I'm sure other stories have done this, where the scientist builds the thing, the the person like they're they just build the thing. They just want to do the thing um, and they have somebody else go in 
and uh, then something happens and the pilot or the original explorer can't go and then they are forced to go and it's yeah. like you know refusal of the call and then you have to come back in a in a time of crisis and step into you know your agency yeah but instead they're like fuck that we're in right <laughs> uh so they get drunk and then they call ben uh like late at night we're not entirely sure it's a 40 minute train ride to this school so like they call ben ben wakes up train rides over they are still drunk when he gets there he gets there they get ready and then like boot up the machine and head out and like this all happens relatively late at night it kind of seems like but then sue is still just kind of awake and she seemed like a night person yeah sure she seems like a nice person <laughs> i oh, don't know why but... uh one of the things i read about sue is her is big it thing because was... she listens to her music yes it's because she listens to her music and she wore dark colors that uh, yes she... and uh they literally just made her the seamstress on the project what yeah she makes the suits that's the only thing she does on the project are you joking no she makes the suits. Well, she's no, really good at patterns. She's, I was going to say, there's the pattern recognition that she's got with the music. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I like that I just uh, broke Audrey there. Um, so Ben Ben comes and he's like, sure, I'm here. What do you, what do you fucking want? It's like two o'clock in the morning. And they're just like, we're going to space uh or another dimension in this case but Mm -hmm. we'll talk about that later so he's like this seems like a dumb plan and they get completely suited up and he's like this still feels like a dumb plan and then they go in there and they're like oh nothing happened and they're just on another planet now and he's like hey let we should go and ben the entire fucking time is actually smart and saying let's go back let's go back and that they're still acting like the drunk frat boys being like, oh, cool. Let's go look at the thing over there. Oh, let's go spelunking. Let's go f- climbing down. That was the I, thing that. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Because as soon as Victor was like, actually, we have to rappel down. I'm like, a five. This is a five minute trip. What? What? Uh, uh, sh- yeah. Plant the flag. You see it go green go oh shit maybe we should do something and get the hell out of here that's the end of the plan let's go and like i even understand like walking towards the edges to see the landscape or something like that because ben's like hey let's let's not do that and they're like oh we need an anchor and ben's like for what fucking reason and then johnny's like yeah no this seems like a stupid ass idea i'm gonna stay the fuck up here right and ben's like the friend that is oh, um, I need to stick with these dumb fucks before they get all of us killed, kind of like, let's go back, guys. Hey, let's not do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, And, like, Victor and Reed are both like, nope, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then Victor's like, it's responding to me. I can feel it oh, pulsating. And then touches it yeah, I for guess. a reason. I don't know. Like, I don't. <laughs> like, every ounce of this, like, and I'm, like, trying to figure out how is Sue going to get any of these powers? Like, yep. how is this going to work? Because none of this is quite lining up. And then mm-hmm. it seems, like, real ham-fisted that she got her powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seemed real kind of crazy, like, all of a sudden, the latch didn't work as they're, like, running away. Yeah. So they run away because the the creator now decides to, like, explore or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
the goo decided to like attack Victor only. Yes, because it, it flies and up like, and then like swoops in and just like hits him. And then like the goo was like, yeah, I can and tell then your like, vibes are bad. <laughs> Give me that. Disintegrates the rope and then like, oh my god, you're like, and he keeps calling out, kind of echoing the whole point of like. Ben, or later on, like throughout the entire movie from this point forward, is just continuously screaming for Reed. Reed, Reed, I'm, I can't do this. Reed, Reed. And that's the whole thing for him for the rest of the movie is that. Yeah. Valid. Uh, To be fair, yes. Ben's feelings, valid, because Reed fucks him here. But uh, yeah, so like Ben's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. I don't even know that dude. I met that guy. 10 minutes ago i do not care we need to leave um so they get up and they're trying to get out of there and yeah the the latch won't close on ben's pod for whatever reason mm-hmm. now the override's not working sue happens to just show up at the perfectly right time to do the manual override sure. uh, but ben's thing won't close and then rocks attack ben which to be fair this was the only part of the movie that i felt any like emotion that i think they were trying to get because ben's like scenario is very tragic it's very tragic very heartbreaking and then johnny's uh like like fire just busting into johnny's pod for reasons and lighting him on fire is pretty horrifying well his like i think his his helmet hit the glass and it broke it so it like I don't know. It, it I, ignited literally the fire. a fireball just yeah. flies through the window and he bursts in the flames. Yeah. Um, pretty, pretty awful. So, I mean, Sue it's is, like, yeah, kind of crazy. Like the way that it's done is kind of not that bad. Like you yeah. feel for it and stuff like you're saying, mm-hmm. like it, the body horror probably. It really comes through in this scene. By I, that. I think this whole section is probably one of the mo- more well done parts of the movie. Like, during this scene, like, trying to leave the other dimension, and in the next scene, when they're kind of trying to recover f- from that, um, that was where I was most, like, I-, I was a little hype. I was like, oh, this is terrifying. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was actually kind of surprised at how much they leaned into, like, not being able to control it, and it being, like, painful, and things yeah. like that. And then, of course, they just dumb it down to Sue just being, oh, if she concentrates hard enough, mm, yeah, she can mm-hmm. make this other thing disappear, too. And, mm-hmm. like, Johnny's, like, doing his shit. And it's like, come on. Yeah. This is, yeah. like, the first, the first comic book of the X-Men where they're literally having Jean Grey thread the needle with thread so that she yeah. can sew with her mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. So yeah, we get we get some body horror like Reed wakes up and like he just sees Johnny like burnt like a burnt corpse essentially and he's crawling towards uh uh Ben's um voice and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he's like stre- like going towards him he turns around and his legs were actually trapped the entire time so he's like stretched all the way there. Sue horrifying. Yeah, Sue got blasted back when it came back with radiation for reasons and she kind of flickers in and out of visibility and that's how she gets her powers. I guess. She she was in the room when it happened. <laughs> in the room um, where it happened. Uh, so, yeah. So, Reed wakes up and he finds himself strapped to the bed, all stretched out, which was pretty horrifying. Um, like, yeah. That was 
pretty well done. Uh, they're asking the doctor's asking him questions, trying to get him to do stuff, and then you know Reed is asking like, "Hey, you know, where's 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 my team? Where, where's all this other stuff? Where are my friends?" Uh, so eventually, Reed wakes up, and uh, like uh, Franklin at the same time is trying like, "What the fuck happened to the kids? Like, where are the kids? They're in Area Fifty Seven. Sure, uh, why not? Uh, but they're like, "Where the fuck are the kids? I I want to see my kids." Blah 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 blah. And, uh, we see, uh, Johnny like on fire and like when he wakes up and like explodes out all the windows and stuff like that. And like Sue is like fading in and out of existence. Reed is stretched out and Ben is essentially just a pile of rocks at this point. Like he's not yeah, taking shit. Tr- is he like breaking out of that or? I don't, I thought that was just him. Like, I don't know. It, it kind of like the, the way, like, cause he wasn't formed. It didn't seem like he seemed like he was just kind of like bits and pieces. And then I, he, it seemed like later on in the movie, he put himself together into a more humanoid form. So yeah, I don't know. it was definitely mm. weird. Anytime they had a full body shot without him wearing like shorts or something. Yeah. It just felt weird. Yeah, I, we saw his rock booty. Yeah, but Reed, uh, hearing Ben like cry out for him, escapes through the vents after like pulling his limbs back together. Essentially, like we we get a whole scene of him like stretching back. The CGI is not great on it, but whatever. But uh, he he crawls through the vents and he sees Ben, uh, like in as a rock pile, and the alarm goes off. And Reed's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, which mm-hmm. up to this Why? point, Reed has no reason to think that. Like, he doesn't know where he is. But also, nope. why does he need to escape? There's right. like, literally, he like, there's doctors there. Like, yes, they're asking him to do stuff and like sedating him. But like, he literally just like came out of you know the equivalent of a space crash. Yeah. So I don't know what he was expecting, but like, he freaks the fuck out and has to escape for some reason. Yeah. Which is the no reason. And it was never really that afraid before. Yeah. About any of this stuff. So I don't know. It It seemed seemed like he... It seemed like he was confused and kind of scared. But why didn't he just try and get more information? Yeah. That seems like it would have been more in his character. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So the uh, doctor or the the general guy, which uh, apparently uh, in the comic books, it's General Ross is the one that actually Mm. heads up this program that like oversees this. So that makes a little bit more sense in the Marvel universe. I don't know who this guy is, Uh, but it uh, he's he comes to the thing is like, you know, we can help you. Reed's never coming back for you. He left you behind, which again, they're male manipulators. (laughs) Well, yeah, manipulating. But also we like, why would. Ben believe that I don't. Thank you. <laughs> like I guess, I guess, uh, uh, like from Ben's point of view, he doesn't have a reason why, why, why Reed ran away. No, nope. like <laughs> you know what, Ben's. But ben at the same time, <laughs> he they were right. Yeah, he was never going to come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. is not in his character, but yeah, yeah, for reasons. Uh, so we do a one-year time jump, which when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what are we doing? Why are we doing a one-year uh, time yeah. jump here? Uh, so apparently, Ben slash The Thing uh, has become a uh, major asset to the military. 
uh, in warfare due his due to his size and strength. Uh, we can see him smashing tanks, and uh, they talk about him doing like covert ops, which I was like, what kind of fucking covert ops is he doing? But send in the big rock guy that nobody will guess yeah. <laughs> that it was us. We we get a little montage <laughs> of Sue now has control of her powers through her suit, so now it. she she I can go it. invisible, she can make things invisible, and she can make force fields, kinda. I hated that it was the suits that gave them control. Yeah. I didn't like that same, at all. Same thing with Johnny. He can turn it on and off because of his suit now. And he's yeah. learned flight now and how to shoot fireballs. And he's become like an air defense system. He's kind of. living it up. He, he flies and fights drones on the regular. He loves it. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, it, it's the suits that make them who they are now. But they've apparently been looking for Reed the entire time, not able to find him. He's become a fugitive for reasons again. Uh, we're not entirely sure. Because he escaped capture. Yeah. He, he was resisting arrest. <laughs> <laughs> but They needed a really good hacker-like moment yeah. montage yeah. so that they could give Sue something to do later. That's true. Yeah, she had to recognize another pattern. Hey. <laughs> uh, but You guys know that when like you sew something it's called a pattern like when you have the layout for okay okay yeah, i just yeah, yeah. okay yeah I that's i hate that it's stupid yeah. and i hate it uh so we get we get i them... think it's just really f- oh sorry no you're gonna say i would say we get uh reed doing brown face so <gasps> i'm sorry that's <laughs> what he does he he he's uh he changes his skin face and color uh <laughs> To do brown yep. face uh, while he's in Mexico. Yep. Uh, and for whatever reason, transforms back into his normal looking self for reasons. I guess. Easy but, to not have to remember? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I guess. But apparently Reed has been doing stuff to do stuff and been like hacking slash doing internet things i don't i don't entirely understand what his goals were like what he was but it seemed like he was trying to track down ben but he was using like the name captain nemo from the one time they talked about 2000 leagues under the sea so yeah yeah that was a good poll yeah that was a good poll so reed is in panama uh sure why not and they like send in a strike team. We see Reed is apparently gotten control of his powers now and is able to fight these people pretty well. And then Ben drops in and Reed is like, Oh shit, Ben, like I've been looking for you. And Ben's like, no. And then like knocks him unconscious. Like, cause yeah. apparently like Ben has a huge vendetta against Reed now and is a sworn enemy to Reed. So mm-hmm. whatever makes sense. Yeah, so they take Reed to uh, Area 57. They're trying to rebuild the Quantum Gate, but they're unable to because uh, no, both of the scientists that are were like built it are MIA, even though Johnny's still there, and he was the one that did a lot of it, but apparently he yeah. doesn't understand how any of it works, so sure. And of course there were no like blueprints that were ever made or... No, none at all. No. So they need Reed, uh, and Reed reluctantly reluctantly uh, agrees to help his friends so that they can all change back. Uh, so, yeah, Reed is reunited with the uh, the others kind of throughout whatever. Apparently, Reed only, like, they were right there, but Reed needs 10 minutes to just, like, you know, change a few lines of code and 
they're ready to go essentially they like they had everything because he's or- a genius remember he's yeah so so so, so they smart. apparently had enough people that it only took 10 minutes of work for him to finish up i guess they just didn't know the 10 minutes of work that needed to be done so sure you know what sometimes it is that simple yeah but anyway. uh, but apparently going back to this other uh, dimension will help cure them? Question mark. Like, question mark, question mark. They keep like saying that like, oh, going back will help us or whatever, but it is never explained. Mm-mm. I think it is absolutely hilarious because Sue keeps saying it. Yeah. She never went. That's uh-huh. true. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She keeps saying when we go back. Yeah. Which she, makes me think that maybe maybe in the original cut or a cut she went. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably just bad writing. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, the, like, they send some, you know, NASA astronauts in there or whatever to do some testing. And they pick up a heat signature on another planet. Oh, no. For whatever reason, they start walking towards it. The, the entire time I was confused why they gave a shit. But it's a heat signature on another planet that's literally steaming and venting out of yeah. the ground. I'm pretty sure there's a couple fucking heat signatures or just one giant heat signature. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Reed makes the, the comment about how the landscape has changed when the video comes up or whatever. And it's Victor walking towards them with a cloak now where I don't know where the cloak came from, but he now has a cloak. Um, so we are. Roughly an what's hour. To say, Go ahead. Oh, what's to say that they didn't land at a different point of the planet? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because the yep. landscape where I'm at to just literally two blocks away from here looks drastically different sometimes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like if you landed on Earth and then came back a year later and landed somewhere else on Earth, I would expect it to look vastly different like yeah, yeah. the landscape has changed you okay. can't even tell if the atmosphere is different because yeah. like the the skies are different like if you're depending on what hemisphere you're on or yeah. what time of year it is or what season it is like if if i had never been to earth before and i landed in france and then i landed in uh malaysia i would think i was on a different planet yeah so yeah. you know whatever whatever uh <laughs> but it's victor and he's apparently injured and apparently has a sweet cloak now I uh, love the cloak. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, uh, did did so Sue did Sue so that? I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't actually. I know. hope so. Uh, but his whole body is now covered in metal? Question mark. But because his his uh suit has fused to him? Question mark. Yeah. Uh, so in the ultimate universe, Victor's body is fused with metal. Uh, the like the the origin of this, he he is like essentially like a metal. Like, his body is fused with metal huh. rather than him having armor like he does in 616. So, sure. But, uh, yeah, he gets taken back to Earth and he was injured, I guess? Maybe? I don't know. Because he's unconscious when he comes back to Earth. And he awakens uh, and the government guy's like, we're working, we're the government now. We're working for the government and we're going back to the planet. And Victor apparently gets all of his powers and uh kills everyone that was observing him in the like little side room and then kills all of the doctors instantaneously and then kills the general guy slow by microwaving his head and then it exploding into his suit which was it's like that's pretty pretty wild but it's a lot yeah it's a lot this is where the horror part kicked in again i was just like yeah 
yeah i was like oh this movie trying to be who knows yeah it it (laughs) really feels like the like it feels like there's four acts in this movie there's like the beginning act there's the transformation horror act there's we're working for the government now act and then there's the final fight like act okay okay it's the origin story the horror zone the um uh mission impossible fallout uh, uh wait wait what was that other movie that he did the it was like save the president whatever oh, yeah <laughs> that yeah. one and then we're back in the horror zone yeah yeah so so i got a question for you guys did either one of you start laughing when they did the pan up they had victor on the table and they had the pan up and it was his hand yeah and his knuckles were washers yes <laughs> yeah. i didn't notice yep. that oh no <laughs> now i gotta turn I it on i could not again. stop chuckling because i was just like okay that was like a conscious decision to make the knuckles washers all right cool i understand like you got to make this look whatever you gotta use but something then, but then they decided to film it focus <laughs> and pan up from that point it's like there were two choices that were made, and this could have been very different if either one of them were made different. I think it was their way of it, like very clearly showing that his body is now coated in metal. Like I don't, I guess, <laughs> I guess I don't entirely understand, but I think it's silly because washers. Well, and then also the way that his uh, the suit fused to his body, he like he doesn't have a mouth or like eyebrows, so like he can't emote at all like he's literally just like there so um like i said victor starts killing people he he's he breaks loose he starts like just slaughtering indiscriminately and like blowing people's heads up against walls it it was very convenient all these people died while leaning up against walls so the blood splatter could hit the wall uh it was very very nice of them to do yeah i did like that it was it was nice yeah like they they start like shooting at him and he can stop bullets like it's really uh unclear what his actual powers are here mm-hmm. pretty much everything because he's ripping out walls and tearing down things so it's like telekinesis on steroids yeah it, it was like like a soup like if like if you had telekinesis that was both a sludge hammer and a scalpel because he could like manipulate pe- like I, I guess the blood vessels in people's heads to make them explode or something i don't entirely understand what was happening here mm-hmm. but sure whatever it's it's fine whatever so he's going through the, we get the, the red alert with the very very funny like automated thing <laughs> like that was that was what made me laugh the most. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there is an emergency in the building. Yeah. What? <laughs> in what universe? Who? Yeah. Where did they get that from? Like, I just. Yeah. So yep. all of the te- the team members, uh, the other three, or yeah, other three at this point, we get Reed. No, it's all four. It is all four. They they enter into the hallways, and there's a bunch of dead people in the hallways wherever they go, which somehow they got skipped over during the slaughter. I suppose. Like, I don't entirely understand why. They're just, like, walking Plot around. Plot armor. Go. Yeah. Maybe he got distracted. Yeah. So, uh, Victor goes into the area to go back to, you know, the other this other dimension. 
Franklin's there and he's like, no, don't do this. We're, you know, we're t- better together. We're stronger together. We're, I'm going to have another big old speech here. So that's fun. Um, and Johnny and Sue or like run in and he's like, no, stay back. And then he just kills Franklin anyway. Yep. <laughs> they don't, yep. they don't do anything about but it. But here's the thing. They're in the room. So they get to see their father die. Yes. Thus completing the origin story. Yeah. And, uh, they also, uh, Franklin doesn't die immediately. Uh, he's alive long enough to be like, take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, uh, Victor murdered everyone instantly uh, every other time but this guy this guy needs to stay alive long enough to say his thing because he couldn't take he couldn't fully kill him right away because he cared about him so he wanted to make him suffer or something sure 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 yeah Mm -hmm. i got nothing yeah reed chases after uh victor and gets blasted away sure victor goes in activates it you know, teleports back to his world, uh, but keeps it going, like keeps the reaction going. It, apparently, like it's, you know, a, a, like a continuous reaction and it's going to make a black hole that's going to swallow up the earth, which is not what happens next. Uh, yeah. That's two times that we had the earth being sucked away. Yes. And then there being no repercussions at the end when they saved the world. Yep. So uh, the the Earth starts getting eaten up. Uh, so for whatever reason, Victor decides he needs to make three pillars with a circle of stones that harnesses the energy that's coming from the reaction and then shoots into the sky. And kind of, I so I I know it's supposed to be like a, a, a like a a bridge through space, but the way that it initially happens. I was like, they're in the same dimension. That just goes off of one planet and then hits another planet. Like, that's the same dimension. That's not another dimension. That's just the same dimension, just really far apart, I guess. That's so funny. But, uh, you know, we find out later that there is a space butthole that they fly through that is, you know, bridging between dimensions. We, we see that later on. But Don't they call it some kind of bridge? Uh, yeah, like it's, it's a, a special... A, Rosen, a Rosenberg bridge or something that like that? Ri- yeah. Rosencrantz. Is it the Einstein-Rosen bridge? Yeah, that's what it is. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, that, that, sure. That's what they're doing here. They're, they're doing another one of these. So... Earth starts getting swallowed up, and uh, since the four of them are near the bridges, yeah, yeah, the four of them are near where it's originating on Earth. They just kind of get slowly sucked up uh, instead of getting ripped apart like you would if this was an actual black hole. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, They don't get spaghettified, so that's fun. Disappointing. Uh, uh, Johnny just flies in in flame form, and Sue makes a force field around the other three because apparently she's gained full control over her powers now and can just do that. It's the suit. It's a suit. Uh, so they, they float up through the sky and go into the space butthole to go to the other planet. Hooray. Uh, <laughs> they totally could have done the spaghettification with Mr. Fantastic. Oh, 100%. And it actually yeah. would have been kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. So they, they get there, and apparently the weird uh, like altar stone thing that Victor has made is now converting all the mass from Earth into energy on this new planet. Okay. Which... Cool. Sure. Cool. I don't know how they came th- to that assumption, but sure, why not? Fine. <laughs> what if it's just his like automatic garbage disposal that he <laughs> built on this planet? We, we <laughs> like, needed additional mass. We needed the resources from Earth. It's not he, he, energy. It's just additional mass right. now. He's like, dang, I can't automate anything here. <laughs> so they 
the, the Johnny knocks the the Sue Storm bubble out of going into the the garbage disposal, mm-hmm. and they're just like mm-hmm. they land and they're like, "All right, let's do this fight thing," and it, they we've rush. Never se- well, we've seen. I was just gonna say we've never seen them fight as a team. No, so. we've never seen them fight other than uh, other uh, than band- each other verbally. Yeah. I guess I, I guess individually we saw everyone but Sue fight at some point. Like Johnny fought a plant or a drone. You yeah. know, Thing fought a ben tank, a and Mister Fantastic fought some people in the jungle. Did he? Oh, when he was going to get captured, he oh. fought those guys. But sure, 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 sure. sure. so they, they go, they get their shit rocked by Doctor Doom because you know they uh, are not working as a team or whatever. Sure. Uh, so they come up with a plan to make Ben Grimm invisible and so he can punch. So Sue is essentially just a catalyst for the men to do things. Hmm. Um, and so they, they, you know, they do a thing and they yeet Dr. Doom eventually into his own tractor beam and he goes through the garbage disposal and gets disintegrated. And since he died, uh, the chain reaction is no longer taking place because he was fueling the chain reaction, I guess. Um, yeah. And uh, so then uh, Johnny flies through each of the pillars, so everything falls over. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. now Johnny can fly through pillars. And uh-huh. You know, being on fire doesn't make you impervious. No, that, that that's actually a whole thing about Johnny, is like he's actually pretty vulnerable to like physical yeah. attack. You could like shoot him with a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just... <laughs> but whatever. Anyway. So yeah. Anyway, anyway, plot armor. Yeah, plot armor. <laughs> it's fine. So they're just he melts like, the bullets. They're like, well, we succeeded. This is great news. Great. And uh, so it's like gonna start closing, and they fly up through the space butthole uh, that just happens to close right as they go through, and it comes back to Earth, mm-hmm. uh, where there's a giant fucking crater now, where a giant part of the Earth has been ripped out, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, all right, dope. Uh, <laughs> Cool. New lake, I guess. Yeah, new lake. I this see gonna... no problems with this situation. Yeah, the, <laughs> new, new crater lake in wherever Area 54 is. So Yeah. Cool. Uh, so then we get a scene with the four of them in, with the military. And the military is like, we would like to continue our current thing. So since we're all in agreement, uh, break. And the Fantastic Four are like, no, we're not in agreement. <laughs> we're not working for you anymore because we're independent and strong now. And also we've learned the power of working together. We've They've unionized. <laughs> right? Like, so... I was I was talking to Audrey about I don't about understand the, yeah. this. Yeah, no. Oh, it sorry. Make I sense. don't understand how they got all of that stuff. No. Just by saying no. Yeah. It doesn't make any So it, it's for the Easter egg. The, That's it's really what it is. The crucial part you're missing is that Ben growled at them. Yes, Ben growled at them. <laughs> so Johnny was slightly cocky. Sue didn't really say much and she then was Reed, in the room. Yeah, she was there. <laughs> uh but <laughs> but so I, I was talking to Audrey about this, and I I forgot where my mind was going oh, with I'm it. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. It, it, the whole c- scenario just doesn't make any damn sense. Like, none of it connects any sorts of dots. I, I don't know why they think they're a team now. Oh, th- this is what it was, is Sue only saw Ben in human form mm. one time, and that was at the science fair. Yep. That's the only time Sue Storm saw Ben Grimm's actual face. Mm-hmm. The entire thing was at the science fair because he leaves when Reed goes to school. He's not there for any of the building of the machine. Ben shows up while well, Sue's not there, and then he gets turned into the thing. So Sue has met Ben one time. 
Johnny met Ben when they transform. Victor oh. only met Ben on that trip. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, no one knows who the fuck Ben is. Like, yep. yep. They haven't built any kind wow. of rapport. Like, they, they talk about, like, oh, you, you saw what they did to Ben or, like, what they turned Ben into. Johnny and Sue don't know who the fuck Ben is. Nope. Like, they actually didn't see what they turned him into. Because they so. didn't know who he was before he turned into the thing. Precisely. Johnny met him on the mission. Yep. Sue met him just, like, one time before the mission. She yep. does They Neither one of them know who the fuck Ben is. Yep. This may, this may be the one time I actually say this. In Reed's defense... <laughs> Go on, go on. I won't allow it, actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can stop. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. I have not met any sentient piles of rocks. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and you can say, without us ever meaning it, being like, look what they've turned Ben into. <laughs> That's And it could be... Under the assumption that Ben was at one time a human being. Yeah, yeah. What if he and now never he is that? What if Reed never told Sue? Like, actually, the government didn't do this to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's just kind of how he was. Yeah. So yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, so they they negotiate question mark and they get the central they call it central city yeah uh, they get their own like research center with like uh like a factory and yeah like all the stuff and uh, like you know we've officially been on the government books for you know 12 years 12 now, but, years but we've been operating out of here for decades and you you won't find us on any official reports yeah, they or anything inherit a butler and yeah. a staff i was like what? yeah so this was um, all just them saying, no, we're not going to work for the government, so now the government works for us? I yeah, pretty much. Guess? <laughs> um, well, I guess, it, again, if they're the only superheroes, I guess. And like I, they like Ben, because Ben does... Uh, uh, covert ops. Covert ops as a rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he just like bends over like lays on the ground and then they can't find him (laughs) but so a little a little easter egg with that central city is a thing in the marvel universe central city is the city next that was like attached to the launch pad that the original fantastic four rocket ship took off of before when they got hit with the cosmic radiation that's where central city was like that's where they were based out of initially before everything else sure so that's where the the name central city they, they have that whole scene just for that easter egg I guess. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> and then they scrap the the sequel and the Doctor Doom origin story, which the Doctor Doom origin story is just him being an eco terrorist. I would guess. I I would assume. I mean, you could really expand out his or like you know he's you know he's young and smart. It's just young Sheldon, isn't it? <gasps> it's young Sheldon. <laughs> <gasps> but he turns out to be an eco terrorist instead of a physicist. That's funny. So. Yeah, I mean, there was probably a lot to explore in that year that he was on the other planet by himself. That's true. That's true. <laughs> the, the the planet kept him alive for reasons. It's just a montage and of him becoming more green. Yeah. <laughs> like, he touched the green and the green touched him back. <laughs> on the pee-pee? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just him like with like a Capri Sun bag, like straw, like <laughs> su- sucking up the green stuff. No, <laughs> Sucks it down Morbius style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh um, boy. 
We have to make our own fun in this one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't, I don't have anything else for you guys. Let, let's go ahead and get some ratings out of this. Audrey, what do you got? It's, what's my rating? It, one star is it's a movie, but zero stars is it's not it's not even a movie. Okay. Okay. It's a one star. It's a one star? It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, but- I was... I You know what? The fact that, like, the body horror was good and some of the other horror things were pretty good... Made me mad that the rest of it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. How about you, Bobby? What do you got? I think this one might creep up to two just because there were some actual decent parts of it that if people were allowed to go in the directions that they had wanted, maybe with the beginning of it um, and go full on into like that horror thing it might have actually been a pretty decent thing yeah if they didn't use the fantastic four name they just used it like fantastic themed or whatever but sure 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 yeah like i think it would be really it has the opportunity to be pretty good but Mm -hmm. they just kind of got pulled in too many different directions yeah yeah that's fair um i i think i went bobby with this on this one i think i would give it a two stars there were like a few like individual scenes that crept up and actually like the scene where ben uh first gets hit like on the planet i actually did have a feeling even if it wasn't because of the movie mm-hmm. uh I, I had a feeling in spite of the movie um <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like th- there was a couple shots that were really like well done like the body horror aspects could have been cool on it if they had committed they just needed to commit to something anything yeah. in this movie uh it was it's so strange because that movie feels both super rushed and drags on forever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how you do that where the movie both feels super long and super short simultaneously. Yeah. But I, I think I, I don't say I would ever want to watch it again, but I did find more enjoyment is not a good term for it than I did with the other fantastic four movies. So it was, it technically because of the stuff that they changed you were probably a little more engaged probably yeah because you were like oh well what are they gonna do with that yeah and then they did nothing yeah so well well, the fact that like they get their powers at 50 minutes into a hundred minute movie like it's literally the halfway point and then victor doesn't show up till the last like 15 minutes of the movie Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like like the villain doesn't show up until 15 minutes till the end of the movie. Isn't that great? Yeah. So like, and yeah, yeah I don't know. It it could have, it could have been okay. Hmm. I I don't I don't, I don't want to say it would have been good, but it could have been okay. It felt like a pilot to a TV show. Oh sure. Like I could see this being a pilot to a TV show where like the bonds are a little bit weaker up front, but you know you, you explore them throughout a movie or something like that or throughout a show. But mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I'm dropping it back down to a one and a half. I'm going to give it the same as the Rise of the Silver Surfer. (laughs) So. If this didn't have to be a Fantastic Four movie, it probably would have been fine. Like, if they just dropped the Fantastic Four stuff, it probably would have been cool. Um, I, you know, (laughs) thinking about it, the way that everybody feels about this movie and how bad it is, it's a perfect reflection of how I feel about 
the Fantastic Four normally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair. I, it's actually a perfect piece of media media now for me. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. This is exactly what the Fantastic Four are to I, me. I forced you all to feel what I feel for Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah, and they are gonna they are relaunching the Fantastic Four, so that's fun. <sighs> Uh, the beginning of Phase Six, I believe, is uh, when Fantastic Four are gonna join the MCU. So what? Yeah. Why? Because why not? So uh, coming up, we do have uh, Deadpool one and two. Those are gonna be the next two episodes that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also gonna have Quantum Mania in here. Woo-woo. So that's gonna be something. Uh, Charlie is back. He has returned from the dead. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see how much time he has because he does have a little bit on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just got back from military things. So, mm-hmm. well, oh, we're, I was gonna say that we unburied Charlie. We unburied Charlie, and but yeah, we revived him. So. We got a couple mm-hmm. more movies coming out here, and then we're gonna get back to Miss Marvel. Uh, but if you like what we do here, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, leave comments, reviews. It, I, I don't entirely understand how it works, but it does. Uh, <laughs> be a friend, like share things. We got all the link tree links down below with all of the socials. Uh, talk to us on any of them. So. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll say hi. Uh, Bobby is a group expert in the Facebook page, so he's he's I around. I do pop in every now and then. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw something up every once in a while. That's fun. Mm-hmm. But for this week, I've been Mike. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bobby. Thank you for joining us, and talk to you next time. Bye.